Welcome to the Founders Conversation with Insight Now. You can watch these conversations live on Facebook and YouTube. We hope that you enjoy today's episode. All right, here we are. I love it. It's just like, bam, like we're right. just there. Like, <laughs> oh, good morning, guys. How are we doing? Good. Good. Awesome. We're doing great. Yeah. Can't complain. Yeah. Life is good. Well, and it's abundant and it's, life. <laughs> yeah. And you know, great minds think alike when we've got I am Groot and a Marvel t shirt on at the same time. You know that, um, you know, he only needs three words to say it all, That's which right. is great. You know, everything. Everything. Three words. So, yeah, yeah, I love, <laughs> I love, I love the Guardians of the Galaxy series. Those are so right. fun. Oh man, they're just hilarious. So that's good. Well, um, we've we've been chatting for a bit, and I'm excited about what we're going to talk about today because I have some expectation that God's going to um, break some things open, not just for us, but hopefully for you if you're watching and listening on the podcast or whatever. Um, just know that that. Um, we we have these conversations not just for our own benefit, but we hope that you're blessed by it if you're watching and, and listening uh, as well. And and I know that's in Nathaniel and Amy's heart when they come on here. You know, it's bigger. Uh, we know what we're doing here is bigger than just our, our conversation and um, our breakthroughs. You know, in the kingdom, when I have a breakthrough, it breaks through in the people I'm in relationship with, too. It creates opportunity for people to not just hear a testimony, but it, but it is to spark faith to begin to build uh, within us more hope for what God's going to do. Um, and so I'm excited because I, I think a lot of the next season is going to be built on um, us allowing the Lord to set our expectation. Mm -hmm. Right. Not just not just my needs or my circumstances to set expectation. Uh, but our faith is going to be based more and more in just what is the father saying about a thing instead of what I can reason about a thing or what I can understand about it or what I can plan or what I can strategize. You know, it's like, no, this is he's he's doing some things that I don't fully get yet, uh, but I'm all in. You yeah. Know? OK, Lord whatever you, whatever you got to do, let's do it. So, um, yeah, I'm excited about that. Any, any big news from Minnesota for you guys? I know you got uh, your, your, got your RV rented out, which is cool. We got a trailer starting to rent it out. Yep. We got at least two weeks of July that it's rented out so far. Um, it's great. And then we're gonna use it ourselves in August. So that'll be nice. Excited about that. We're excited about August. Meet up with you guys in Wyoming. Come on. Very excited for that. There's nothing like a hug and uh, and uh, being able to minister with each other and even to each other and have these moments of, I, I, I've got huge expectation on the barge. This oh, man. Year. Yeah. And my camera froze. More than the last couple of years, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll get to talk to my my circle for a moment. High circle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. So, um, yeah, every once in a while, my camera gets a little fritzy, and I can't, I'm not sure. I'm sure there's some easy way to fix it that I haven't figured out yet. So, you know, we'll, right. we'll see. 
see how that goes. So, yeah. Well, cool. I know that we were talking about expectation. We were talking a little bit um, beforehand and, and Amy, you were just telling an amazing testimony. You looking back, right? Sometimes mm -hmm. we don't even know the testimony until we take a minute to look back and, and look at like when they crossed the Jordan, they stopped and made an altar and look at right. what the Lord did. You know, Solomon yeah. built uh, huge uh, poles at both sides of the Red Sea, right? Um, to show this is where God did the miracle of the Israelites coming out of Egypt, right? Because yeah. they knew where it was. And he went and he, you can still find one of those poles. Uh, it's still out there, you know, so you can see this pole that Solomon built uh, for um the crossing of the Red Sea to mark the location, right? I yeah. mean, it's pretty, pretty cool. I didn't know that. I, yeah, I yeah, you look it up. Look it up. Part of what they say is it's a testimony for your children and for the generations to come. You know, it's yeah, not just the testimony for you. It's so that they, when they see it, they know. You know, yeah. I just think about some of my journal entries, and we try to recount our testimonies with our kids frequently because it's what builds the faith yeah. when things don't look like the way they're supposed to go. <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. hard for me because I'm so visionary, right? Um, I'm always yeah. focused forward. What's going ahead? Yeah. And I actually get annoyed with people who are like always retelling the past. I'm like, what, what are you doing now? You know, like, what are you, okay, what are you going after? You know, I get a little like, right. all right, here, yeah, let's tell 20 years ago. Okay. Like <laughs> what, what's happening now? You know, so I'm, I'm learning right. more and more how to honor the work that the Lord has done in history. Mm -hmm. um, Bill Johnson just did a video yesterday on grave sucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because he's, he's they finally addressed the issue. Barely about like, okay, here's all these wacko things that people say about Bethel. What do we yep. really teach? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And what happened? Like, what was it that that made that a thing? You know, and right. uh, so he just addressed all the issues and he's like, you know, it's good. To, it's good to be in an environment where people take risks and they're willing to be like, we have enough freedom to where when you talk about standing at a gravesite and feeling an anointing and feeling the presence of the Lord, that these people are so hungry that they're like, well, we're going to go find a grave and see if we can pick up on the presence of the Lord there and, you know, and go yeah. after that, you know, and, um, you know, it's like, uh, <laughs> it's just hilarious. Cause they're like, you know, like how much do we, you know, it's like Dan Fairley said, um, it's like answering the question, have you stopped beating your wife? <laughs> right. There's no good answer. Right. Yeah, exactly. It, it is an accusation. And so there's no good way to answer it. You know, it's like if you say, well, yeah, well, oh, when did you beat your wife? You know, and if you say, no, right. I didn't, oh, you're still beating your wife. Like there's no way out of that content. Exactly. So they just decided like, we're not going to give it any attention. But now that it's been, what, a decade since that incident, and it's still you know, around. to be able to just sit down and let's talk about honoring the history and honoring the legacies of all the men that have gone before and the women and what they experienced and you know, it, like Bill tells a couple of stories about these encounters that he had when he's been in, like sat in the in the seat where a revivalist got saved and just oh, was man. like encountering God and just be like, whoa, like God, yeah. whatever's here that you want me to receive, I want that. 
you know, right. and, and, um, and just that attitude and that mindset. So the yeah. series that they're doing on rediscovering Bethel, I think is just really good for them. Um, because uh, when you don't address things, eventually people just believe what's repeated over and over and you don't, you right. know, you can't yeah. tell the truth about it. So they're doing it in a fabulous context, uh, right. lots of wisdom around that, but you know, there's expectation that we're going to encounter God. Right. Wherever we are. Wherever. Yeah. yeah. Wherever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. 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 So, so, well, that was a little side to took us on a rabbit trail for a moment. We're not here to talk about grave sucking today. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I shouldn't go into my story about that time I went out to the cemetery. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, funny. Yeah, but but we were talking a little bit about expectation, you know, and I, I just asked you guys, what are you expecting God to do in the next couple of months? And, and um, um, you know, you were recounting a testimony of what something that that just was a recently it was a reminder about God's moving and an and, and encounter with him. So yeah. uh, you want to share a little bit of that? Yeah. So about four years ago, we had moved out of a house that that we had you know, really felt the Lord led us to. We took a one year journey. We moved like six times in one year, just renting before we bought the house that we were in. There's an amazing, kids. amazing God testimony and story that went Arizona. with it. I mean, it yeah, was incredible. We were just following his voice. And he led us to this beautiful house. We got it before it was listed on the market, multiple offers, but we got the house. Big, gorgeous house, great fun mortgage payment. But I had an amazing job at the time. We had closed on it and the end of July, so really like August 1st, we closed on it. And in February, I was told that I was gonna lose my job, which was you know, how we were paying for the house. <laughs> and um, we, we, by April, the job was done. By May, Nathaniel, um, he, he was prepping for a sermon this week and came across a, a, a journal entry that he had written from that May after I lost my job and he was saying, I don't know how we're going to make the house payment. I don't know how we're going to even feed our family. We're really in a we, tough We place. can make June's payment, house payment, but we don't have the money to pay any of our other June needs. And we don't have, have any idea where July's house payment <laughs> or anything else that we need is going to come from. Like, yeah. like wow. we, we don't have job prospects. We don't have options. We don't have, we, we have no idea. Yeah. And so... Also during this time, though, I felt like the Lord was very strongly telling us that we needed to find a new location for our church. Our first location for our church had been in the back of a building up this very dark stairway, and it was upstairs, and like some people couldn't even come because their knees are bad. They couldn't do the stairs. It was, it was just kind of an awkward place, and it was very well hidden, and the Lord was saying, it's time it's time to come out of hiding and just be seen and known, right? Yeah, so, that's good. Yeah. So we started looking for a place. We found a place that we could rent. The leadership team of the church, the board, they said, yes, let's do this. And then I sat down because I'm an accountant by trade or a bookkeeper. <laughs> I'm not an accountant. I'm a bookkeeper by trade. And I'm running through the numbers, running through the numbers, running through the numbers. I'm like, there's no way we can do this. And we, so we would have no church in three months. Yeah, like we'd, we'd be, be, we'd be completely out of bankrupt in three months unless God did something really radical if we stepped out in this. And so we. I, I, we had the leadership team over. I had my laptop open. I'm about ready to start the meeting. And Nathaniel gets a phone call and he answered it, which I was a little upset that he, you know, like we're having a meeting. You're getting on your phone. I got plans here, bro. 
<laughs> we got blames here. And, uh, and thank goodness he, he did answer that phone call because it was uh, a prophet friend of ours that we knew that had no idea anything that was going on in our lives at this point. And, Which is uh, part of why I took the call, I think. Yeah. It was like, it was like I haven't heard from him in forever. Why am I hearing Awkward moment? Yeah, like, one, right? Yeah. Like, okay. the person that doesn't call, but when they do, you want to hear what they have to say. So yeah. uh, he grabbed the call and the guy said, I, I, I just felt like the Lord gave me a word for you guys to take the risk. It's going to be worth it. There's going to be a windfall. And so he came back and shared the news and I just closed the laptop and I said, well, guys, I guess the meeting's over. <laughs> We'll go ahead and stick with the plan. Wow. We're going to rent this building and step out in faith. So that's the church part of it. And then back to our house. But I mean, somehow we survived June and July. But I, at the end of July, we sat both of our parents down separate from each other. And, you know, I, I keep all of our things in accounting. So I'm like, here's our profit and loss statement. We, you know, like we aren't making it. Do we sell the house? And both parents said, don't sell the house, stick with it, you know, something will happen. So we went to our wise counsel, people who are further on the journey than we are. Right. And yeah. so we did, we stuck with the house, we took the risk with the church and at no point in, I mean, we regularly, it felt like we're kind of confronted with this. Do we stay the course? The Lord led us to this house, I have testimonies even a, a, like an encounter where the Lord took me in the middle of the night from the building I was in and put me in this house to show me that it was right. And it had to do with owls and they had owls in their bathroom here. Crazy story. But, yeah. but it was like God said, <laughs> but then yeah. all the circumstances were yeah. telling us different. Yep. And then we just stayed with it. And it was fun to come to that this year because this year we've had so much breakthrough. We've got, you know, like money in the bank. We just bought an RV. We're renting it out and turning a profit on it. We've got, you know, our, our church has grown exponentially. We just did a VBS and reached a bunch of kids in the neighborhood. Like how radically the season changed. But when we wrote that post, we didn't know. <laughs> that was still three years ago. Yeah, and, we didn't know. And it, it was also really cool because I was um, – I've kind of been like just recycling sermons lately, like, cause I've got a huge backlog and I'm just trying to save time so I can spend it on other things right now that I feel like the Lord's telling us to do. Also, um, it's helpful to hear things more than once. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Cause every time you do that, there's a new twist on it. There's a new revelation added to it, totally. you know? So yeah, yeah. good. So that was how I found that journal entry, but I also found this set of sermon notes um that i look through and see that it, what it was on is like like in ephesians 3 it says that like to the god who can do exceedingly abundantly beyond all that we ask or imagine mm -hmm. or think you know mm -hmm. and and at the time i remember like the lord taking me on this journey with it that i've forgotten all about it since then you know but like this whole sermon was out of that verse, realizing that God actually sometimes will do more for us than we have faith for. Right. And so often totally. what we preach in a, in a charismatic world is like, you gotta have faith, you gotta have faith, you gotta have yep. faith. Like faith is the currency of the kingdom. Faith is what moves God. Like that yep. Jesus could not do many mighty miracles in Nazareth because they lacked the faith. And, yep. and those things are obviously true 
to a degree, but yeah. then there's this other side of it. And I, and I even looked in John 11 where Jesus comes to raise Lazarus from the dead and he's directly asking Martha, do you believe that your brother will live? And she's like, wait, someday, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, when we all have the resurrection, you know, and he's like, I am the resurrection. And, and so it's like, she, he's directly asking her, do you believe? And very clearly she didn't have faith for what he was about to do yet he still did it yep you know and and that was a season and, and then so i looked then i'm like i wonder when when did i preach this and i preached it the first sunday we did it was either the last sunday we did church in our old building or the first sunday we did church in the new building that we're currently in right in that wow. same time period in that same move and it was like okay so i wrote that journal in may I'm like, God, I don't know what you're going to do, but now's a good time, <laughs> you know? And then yeah. in July, yeah. that's what he's teaching me is, look, Nathaniel, even if you don't even have enough faith to see me do something, you're so heartbroken, you're so disappointed, you're so whatever, that your faith really isn't even there. Like, I can still be good to you. And then looking back on that three years later, and seeing oh, God. How we're in the same building with our church. We still mm -hmm. have a church. We never closed our doors. We're still mm -hmm. living in the same house. He's provided for all of it. I don't think we've had a late payment in anything, um, in, in, like in anything, in all of that time. And so it's like, literally, he has covered all of our needs that entire time. Wow. And here we are three years later with this incredible testimony of his faithfulness. Come on. It's so good. He's so good. Yeah. So yeah. good. I love it. Yeah. And that, that builds us, you know, up to a place where we can go, okay, now that, now that we've been through a fire, right. when we smell smoke, we're not worried. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 Like, like I can see some things coming or, or I see, you know, like lack is knocking at the door and things are, are situationally not uh, in the way that we would want them to be. And in that moment, we're still can posture ourselves with an expectation of God's goodness to do something. Right. You know, and I, I have to being, I, I tend to, be a bit of a strategy person right i know you guys know that yeah. about me you know like i can i sneeze strategies and um, that's one of my strengths you know is you know, high strategic and with that i can become very self-reliant on what my perception of a strategy is and so i've learned i'm learning more and more how to let go of strategy in how i pray Right. Like, God, I'm not yeah. going to pray that my strategy works. Sure. Yeah. Because that's that's, really that's me thinking that I can perform it. Mm -hmm. God, you're the performer. You're the executor. You're the one who gets it done. However, yeah. you want to do it. Right. When I don't yeah. understand, I can still trust. When I right. don't see the strategy, I can still trust and you know because you know he makes those deposits of faith in us right because faith is a gift yeah right? he gives yeah. it to us as a gift like we don't earn faith right yeah it's actually you know, you know one of the gifts of the spirit too but 
the Lord stirs up faith within us. Yeah. You know, and it's been praying like, God, I'm not, I don't know what to do here, but that's when you get to move. And I'm saying yes to you. You know, what are we going to do about this, Lord? <laughs> yeah. I got, I got the loaves and fish, but that's it. And there's a bigger, there's a bigger crowd than I can handle. So. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. 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 And I wonder, you know, I, I think, you know, the disciples would get frustrated with Jesus because he would consistently put them in positions where they could not do what he was asking them to do. Right. There was yeah. no capacity for them to feed 5,000 people. None. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think, yeah. I think it was, it, I, I just, I just imagine that the disciples probably were a little more humorous and maybe even a little snarky with Jesus at times, you know, like a little bit like, well, found a little boy with a basket, Jesus. This is all we got, right. you know, type of thing. You know, he's like, oh, that'll work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just flips it on him, you know, but that's how God works. Yeah. Sometimes it was actually probably about six months ago, I was like, man, I just feel like I haven't seen God do anything big lately. Or I was getting kind of bored. Like, yeah, I got testimonies. God's good. He answers. And I'm like, maybe I just need to jump off another cliff to see God do something. You know, like, like it, when we live a life that's so secure that we can handle everything that comes to us, like, wow. it's like, it gets kind of boring and I don't feel like I see God do anything. So then I was like, maybe I should just go start a school, you know, in Christian schools. So I posted about that. And then like people started calling me like, oh, we want to do this too. Like, tell me what you know. And, you know, and so I got to start having conversations and maybe people are going to start schools from that. But it's kind of that place of, you know, if we live so safe that we're not seeing God ever do anything, maybe it's because mm. we're not stepping out enough into a place where God can do something. <laughs> or we need, you know, like, I don't know. We, he doesn't move because of need. But I think when we're like, like, Jesus, I just want to see you do something. So I'm jumping out, you know. And right. He comes through. It's so fun. Well, yeah. it was interesting. Uh, you got something, Nathan, Nathaniel? Oh, it just was just going to try to rephrase what she was saying a little bit. Yeah. Like, is that going to be crazy? <laughs> no, I mean, no. It, it made sense, but yeah. Like, cause I mean, it was one of the, one of the times Amy spoke at Presence Church and, and she spoke on that and it was like this one liner she said. And, and so I like, I posted it right away, you know, and it, it so it comes up in my memories every so often. It was probably, I don't know, a month or so ago that basically what she just said came up and it was like, yeah, if you haven't seen God move in a while, maybe you haven't done put gone far enough that you need him, basically, you know, like Yep. Yeah. You don't well, have I, Jonathan and his shield bearer kind of moment where it's like Let's go up the craggy well, rock let's and just let's, let's go, go see if he's with us. If they say yeah. this, then we'll go. And if they say that, then we'll run away, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and you just gotta kiss him really bad. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, you know, Kevin Kevin's on and watching. He says, take the risk. And 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 that's take so good. You know, and there's um if you're humble, God will empower your risk taking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, he'll, yeah there's mm -hmm. a grace for it. Um, we were talking in our uh group that Kevin's in in the uh, ministers and training, like we do a little just five five people that oh, that's great. I froze again. Um, mm -hmm. so there's uh, there's five five people that were you know working uh just developing some ministry 
athlete skill and, and just going after some things. And I really felt at the very beginning of our meeting this week to talk about frustration and dissatisfaction, mm-hmm. right? Because I think that frustration and dissatisfaction is often that we know that there's more that God has for us, but we're, we're not taking a risk. And, and sometimes um, when we take the frustration and dissatisfaction into our own hands, that's when we get ourselves in trouble. You know, we've got to be able to have an inward conversation first before we take action. Like, is this dissatisfaction in me because I'm not believing the Lord or is it because Um, I'm desiring things more for myself than for what the Lord has spoken, you know, like, like what, what is that thing happening in me? Because I think, um, oftentimes God's calling us into risk and we're deeply dissatisfied with where we're at. And we're frustrated because we haven't trusted God enough to take the risk. And God, mm-hmm. God's like, there's something better for you. There's something better for, and it's like a thumb pressing on you because you know, right that there's this other thing that God's calling me into. So every time I step into this place, it's just like, ah, just it's frustrating and I don't like it and I'm dissatisfied and da da da. And God's like, I've got the better thing over here, you know, <laughs> jump off the cliff with me. I'll teach right. you to fly, you know, like there's this yeah. whole other world that the Lord calls us into, but that, that often we'll find that, I can help spot, like I know for me, I can spot where God's calling me into something higher or deeper because I notice that like I've got, I've got an intimate walk with the Lord and I'm walking with him and yet I'm dissatisfied and I'm feeling frustrated. I'm like, okay, God, what is going on? You know, got to You got to just bring it and then let him speak to it. You know, cause oftentimes in that, he's like, he's going to correct my character. He's going to, you know, help shift my heart, my mind, my attitude. And yet in the middle of that, you might be like, actually, you're just not trusting me. You know, like I'm the God of peace. I'm the God of rest. And that dissatisfaction, it means that there's a disconnect, you know? So maybe the disconnect is my lack of obedience to take the risk. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I love Dano's uh, one liner there that says you're moving at the speed of your own obedience. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good one. Like if it feels like yourself, yeah. it might just be because you need to take the next step and it just haven't been, right? Preaching yeah. to myself here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and expectation is the ability to believe that God is going to do something. Yeah. He's going to do something. I don't need to define right. it. I, I might know the arena that I sense he wants to move in, but I can just bring my faith to the table and let, yeah. let the partnership move forward. Right. Yeah. I, I think yeah. there's a great, that's where like the difference between Mary and Zechariah is a great picture because mm. like same angel, basically the same message. And he comes to Zechariah and Zechariah's like, uh, that's not going to happen. You know, he basically denies it, you know? Um, but Mary's answer was like, yes, just how is this going to happen? And, and so she asked for That's next so steps for process, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and, and you can see the difference in, I mean, like God's in that instance, God's saying, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. You know, this is how it's going to be. And, 
one one party didn't get to speak in speak his doubt into the situation um he, he was prohibited from from that uh negative participation but um i think that that's that is so often the call for us is like yeah. and, and a lot of times we have that impression like okay god said this is his intent his purpose mm -hmm. and so we have obedience so drilled into us that we just assume like that means God's going to do it now. And it's just not always the way it works. You know, sometimes he does, it's an and suddenly right away. But a lot of times he's, you know, um, <laughs> same thing. I'm looking through old sermons and I'm like, man, I found this one sermon notes from two years ago and it's exactly what we see happening right now. You know, and it's like, I preached it two years ago. Apparently I was being prophetic. I thought it was a now word, <laughs> you know, and there's so many times that it's like yep. that. And so yep. it, the, the important part, I think there's, there's three important parts. One is you're hearing his voice. You know, the second is you say yes. Mm. And the third is you just stay leaning in. You know, it's not, hey, let's go try to rustle this up on our own. Hey, let's try to figure this out. Hey, let's make this happen. You know, though, I mean, obedience does require action. I don't want to indicate that it doesn't. Right. You know? Yeah. But, yeah. But I'm just saying the emphasis, I think, in this conversation is staying connected with his presence and, and that he's the one that we actually need. You know, I've always loved this this quote from Chris Valentin saying uh, like, if we can do no more than mere men, then let us not call ourselves the church of the living God. Mm -hmm. And there's something about that is like, God is calling us to things that are bigger than we can so actually have our minds around and it's gonna take a journey. Wow. Um, yep. Yep. But in it all, um, it all still comes back to his overarching goal of making us like him. Yeah, which is yeah. going to require us to come out of human natural ability into his supernatural ability and him doing things through us and for us that yeah. it's it really is beyond us, which so is going to take risk. It's not going to take faith. It's going to take expectation. Just yeah. stay in stay in the course and yeah. keep trusting and calling him back into account. We read um, Psalm 74 this morning it was so good. It starts with like, how God, how long are you gonna hate us? <laughs> you know, like that you're angry with us because the enemy has prevailed in all of these areas and destroyed every place where they used to worship God. And then he says, and we've had no signs and no word and no prophet among us to tell us how long this is gonna last. And then he goes, but, you're the God who created the world. You, you know, you made the waters and the seas. And, they, and then he just goes back to recounting all the fullness of the Lord. And it's like, you know, in those moments, wow. like we had back in that three years ago, May, writing that, like, God, I have no idea how we're going to make it through this. I don't know where the end is. It's just walking day by day and wow. coming back to look at the faithfulness. Yeah. God, this is who you are. And so that's where I'm putting my faith and trust and hope as I yep. step out in these things. Yeah, come on, come on. Well, this has been really good and, and it's encouraging to me, you know, because I feel um, the Lord's calling me to do some things that 
um, are risky. Yeah. Come on. Out of my comfort zone. Yeah. You know, and yeah. um, um, it's a new season. It's a new place. It's uh, like I felt like the last two weeks, the Lord has shifted so much in Mika and me and just in, in, in some of the things that we're um, getting revelation on and understanding better. And, um, you know, the Lord's going to use all of that. And it's going to require, I have this tremendous expectation that not that it's going to be easy or not that I'm not going to have to struggle through things. You know, like I, I don't have an expectation for comfort. I have an expectation in the comforter. I have an expectation yeah. in him that he's yeah. going to do some things and take my discomfort and take the things that I do poorly and don't understand fully. And he's going to put a grace on it because he's going to do something. Right. You know, and so I think it's good that, that we talk about expectation today and uh, maybe you guys can pray and, and just release a blessing over people to um, step into that expectation of the Lord for what he has for them. And and uh, we'll go from there. Yeah. 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 God, we, we declare that confidence of Jacob that when he first encountered you at Bethel and saw the open heavens and he had the confidence to say to you, look, if you take me from here and you prosper me and you protect me, you lead me back here and reunite me to my family in safety, then you'll be my God. Like he knew that there was something in, in you providing for him, watching over him, protecting him, taking care of him, that that's what a God does for his people. And God, we speak that courage and that knowledge, that understanding into everybody listening to this right yep. now, yep. Yep. that they would come right now into that spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Jesus Christ to know him as provider, as supplier, as protector, as sufficient that God is always enough if that is for working through the emotional issues of past disappointments in order to take that risk again um, yeah. if that is needing healing in an area of of heart and mind and thinking and feeling yeah. in order to to keep pressing on and endure if that is uh, a fresh word from the Lord, if that is financial provision, if whatever it is, God, that they would stay engaged and leaning into you to see you be enough. And um, and God, we just command yep. ears to open right yep. now in Jesus' name. Yep. We command yep. hearts to soften right now in Jesus' name for the, the rocks and weeds to get just pulled out to make room in, and create good soil for the words of, the, of God the words of the kingdom to find good soil and bear fruit um, in people's hearts in this season right now in Jesus' mm -hmm. name. Mm -hmm. yeah. Lord, I thank you so much for your faithfulness, God, like that we have these testimonies to go back and see that you were faithful. And Lord, in the moment, it was scary. Um, I feel a little bit like this is a word for somebody where God yeah. has called you out on the water. Like Peter says, if it's you call me out and he yeah. walks out on the word of the Lord, That's he right. was told to come. And so he came and then circumstances felt like they were going to drown him. And all it took was grabbing the hand of the savior. 
to get mm. back up on the top of the water and to keep going. And so, Lord, I just pray for anybody who has stepped out on a word of the Lord and felt the wind and waves come against them, that, Lord, that this is just a season of change where they grab hold of your hand and, Lord, that they are able again to walk on the water. Father, I just thank you for um, your word and how faithful you are to complete it. And, Daddy, even like Psalm 74 was talking about, yeah. you know, that we don't know in the midst of the walk <laughs> how long it's going to be. But, God, we know you. We know who you are. We know that you're the God of heaven and earth. We know that you're the God who shifts circumstance. You're the God of man suddenly. Daddy, and you're a rewarder of those who seek you. So, Father, I just pray fresh courage, fresh anointing, fresh inspiration. Lord, that there is just a, a, a this place in people that just know that they know that they know that you're good. And, Lord, yes. that you will bless those who are stepping out in faith and on your word. And, Lord, even for those who lack the faith, you did it anyway. <laughs> like help them through daddy i know there was many times in that journey that we had no faith and we wanted to quit and lord in those moments you brought the right person along to just speak courage again and to encourage us so father i pray for for fresh encouragers to come along to speak into people to keep going just keep going and lord um yeah we just bless them in jesus name yeah 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 father we're just so grateful that you put within us the capacity to believe you yeah it's good so father i pray that you would just bring a revelation of your presence and that people would encounter you so that they might believe mm -hmm. not only unto salvation but for every good work that you're doing for every plan and purpose that you have that we would put our hope in you we would put our trust in you not our circumstances not our own capacity and ability you use all of that and yet god you want us to put our hope and our trust in you alone. And so, Father, I pray that you would root out any of those areas in our hearts where we have allowed competing forces to take up our faith. So we give ourselves fully and entirely to you, Lord, and we are expecting you to move in ways that we can't understand and we might not see until we look back, but we know you are working, and we give you praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So good. So good. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Well, Kevin, thanks for joining us today. And yes. uh, uh, if you're, um, you know, a faithful listener, we're so grateful that when you do watch, comment, like, share, um, follow us on, you know, Facebook, YouTube, anywhere that you get podcasts, um, we're right there. So. Um, we, we are excited about what the Lord's doing. We bless you guys and always a good time. Nathaniel and Amy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So good. Thanks guys for joining us. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us today for this conversation. You can follow us, like, subscribe, and share out any of these episodes on Facebook, YouTube, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can go to insightnow.co. Have a great day.